And now a reading from the scriptures. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When they say there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman and there will be no escape. But you, beloved, are not in darkness for that day to surprise you like a thief for you are all children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. So then let us not fall asleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who are drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober. And put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has destined us not for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other, as indeed you are doing. Let's see, is that better? Okay, wow. What a wonderful service so far. Oh my goodness, I am just filled to the brim with the spirit. Um, my name's Afi, and I've been in ministry for about 12 years. I was ordained in the United Methodist Church. My pronouns are she, her. And um, I've also been doing work in the community, as Jonah mentioned earlier. And the work in the community that I've been doing has centered around um, helping folks to have hard conversations about racism, uh, about white supremacy. Um, also helping people of color, BIPOC folks, to look within and figure out what it is that we need to heal from, what it is we need to pay attention to, what are some of the things that have harmed us or been traumatic for us that um, are hindering us in some sort of way? I'm standing before you this morning um, identifying as a black woman, identifying as a mother. I have um, eight children, three by birth, five by marriage. I have 14 grandchildren. Right. <laughs> Whoa, um, that unfolded pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> and um, I, I just am so grateful to have a space where I feel like I belong. I've preached in a lot of spaces where I wasn't sure if I fit in. Um, preached in a lot of spaces where I had to, or felt as though I had to cover who I really am. And so I'm very grateful and again, full to the brim uh, with joy and love and I'm honored 
to have been invited by you, Jonah, to uh, share and worship with you, to give a word today. And so from this place, I ask that you would join me in prayer. Holy God, God, our mother, God, our brother, sister, sibling, God, our father, God, the lover of our souls, God, who sees all that we are and all that we are created to be and smiles and calls us good, beautiful, children, belonging, beloved. We thank you for this space and this time this morning. And I ask that as I lift up and share the word that you have given me today, that um, it will be your voice, it will be your spirit, it will be your love that is communicated above all. And God, I ask that you would touch the ears of all who are listening, um, that you would touch the hearts and souls, oh God, and that you would meet each person in this space where they need to be met. God, I lift this up in the name of Jesus. I lift it up in the name of love. I lift it up in your name. Amen. 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 So we're heading toward the holidays, and one of my favorite movies to watch going into the holidays is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. There's so much in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, so we're not going to try to unpack all the deep spiritual messages that are in there. But gosh, I love that story. You know, and you guys know it, okay, because I can tell from the response. But, you know, Frodo and his friends, Frodo and his fellowship are on this mission to save the world from the power of pure evil. And along the journey, he's gifted the light of Erendil. That's one of my favorite parts. Um, and so the elven queen gives him with the light of a rindle, and she says to him, may it be a light for you when all other lights have gone out. And by the end of the story, we know, or midway through the story, we know that it was the light of a rindle that his friend used to save his life, and not only his life, but the life of all on the world, on the earth. I saved the fate of the world as people knew it. And so at the darkest moments, when Frodo was down and, and looking for um, some sort of hope, um, the light of Arendil was there. But I also thought about those darkest moments. I, I was the person who watched the movie like six times and still was crying when him and Sam were at that point when Frodo couldn't see how things could get better. How can things get any better? Everything's a mess. Their friends were across the world fighting on the darkest night in the coldest storm against the most immense enemy that can be imagined. There's these big bird dragons flying around swallowing everybody up. <laughs> There's ghosts on them, like demons. How can things get better? And, and, and we know that Sam comes in. Well, we'll get there. But sometimes, like right now, I feel like we as human beings are right there in that moment when it's like, how can things get better? The environment is jacked. Like, uh, what, what world are our kids going to live in? 
How can things get better? Children are being bombed in Gaza. How can things get better? The powers that be are so immense and so huge and have so many deep roots and it's so expansive that it doesn't seem possible that we could really destructure or tear down the walls and structures of white supremacy. It's a very real darkness that we're living in, a very real um, uh, fear that we might have and hold on to. So we're in this challenging season. And I, I still feel, though, like it's a season of change. It's a season of change. I was talking to someone yesterday, and they were saying, you know, it feels bad, it looks bad, it's hard, it's painful, but it's kind of like a birthing process, right? So we're in that, that period of the birthing process where, where the contractions are so painful that you want to rip out your hair and scream and just split in two. On a lighter note, <laughs> we're preparing to enter Advent. <laughs> We're getting ready to have Thanksgiving or um, remember family and gather with family. I kind of don't like Thanksgiving, so I, I'm using that word loosely. Um, and, and, and so we're, we're preparing and we've got this lightheartedness that comes around this time of year. Um, but, but it's been tough for me because I feel like the holidays are emerging under a shadow this year. Some of us are going to be spending time alone. Some of us will be spending time without loved ones that we spent time with before because they passed away. And so it does kind of feel like that spiritual night, which is not a death, but um, a time when we are in the womb and we are getting ready to be pushed out and it, it just feels pretty dreadful. So as we live in the society that we love and that we dread at the same time, the society that is glorious and beautiful but is corrupted by evil at the same time. We, like the characters of the Lord of the Ring, are in this place where there is a reckoning that brings us face to face with what is the most bleak reality. So we have to imagine right now and decide what is our next move going to be? God, our parent, is uh, the creator of light. God is the creator of light. Our go-to is the creator of light, the creator of everything in this world. And we are the children of light, born into more light along with this entire family of Christ, the light of the world. That's good news. We cast our lot in with many others who have decided to hold up the light. And the state of darkness in this world, it can't change the truth of that. Hallelujah, amen, thank you, Jesus. The state of our uh, spiritual selves um, where we are placed, where we are seated, gives us the encouragement to continue to shine our light. And I just want to encourage us because if you're anything like me, uh, I, actually I went on a, to a conference um, about 
three or four weeks ago. And there was a woman there that I had not met and she and I talked for a brief moment and then she came and she gave me a hug. And as she was giving me a hug, I felt her kind of like get this energy and I knew there was something coming. I was like, oh, something's there. And she said, I just feel like there, you're, 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 she said, you have a sweet spirit. And I was like, thank you, you know? She was like, and I feel like God is just peeling layers off of you. If you're anything like me, you've had layers upon layers upon layers put on top of you. You've had expectations, you've had judgments, you've had um, labels put on you, and all of those things sometimes um, begin to cloud and, and to darken the light inside. That's what I'm trying to get at. So it's like we've got these lights and they're in us and they're shining and we're functioning and we're loving and we're connecting. But sometimes the darkness of these mantles and layers begin to dim our light. And so Paul speaks to the church in Thess of Thessalonians in an attempt to bring comfort in an attempt to bring hope and encouragement who were, who, to people who were also at a changing of the seasons and the times. So the scripture for me today was a reminder that God still is in me. <laughs> that light, just because some days it feels like it's not there, doesn't mean it isn't there. It's always there. And light is incredible. The light in us is incredible. It has the power to illuminate what it is we're going through. It, 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 it's good and bad in that way, right? Like if it's illuminating something that you feel great about, you're like, yeah, I'm it. But if it's illuminating stuff like um, feelings of inadequacy rooted in internalized oppression and trauma, then you're like, no, that's not it. I don't want to deal with this today. So light is incredible. It, it illuminates the work that we are called to do. And it begs, the, begs us to, to look at and assess where we stand as a body, as individuals, and as a body. I like where Zhao stands as a body. Man, if I could put a poster child for the light of Christ up, it would be Zhao Milwaukee. Yeah, light is for illumination. And light also provides us with safety. Light helps us to see where we're going so we don't fall too far off the path or so that if we've got a cut, we can properly treat it. It just heals us by its own nature. If you stand in the sunlight or if you stand in the moonlight, you will receive healing from the earth. It gives us the ability to see beyond where we are into other universes even. Light is amazing. It plays an important role, but we've got to remember or and we get to remember and to think about how to harness it here on earth. How do we use the light in us? How do we use the light we carry together as a community to rebirth this world that we're living in? That's the, the challenge and the question and the gift of the light. Sometimes we take it for granted, I think. Well, sometimes I take light for granted. 
Do you ever leave your lights on in your house all the time? <laughs> like, one light is always on in the house. I'm always telling my husband, you always leave the bathroom light on. Like, can you turn off the bathroom light? But I think for him, he likes it on because it reminds him of, of light, the divine light. We can't afford to dismiss it or take it for granted this season. The world is in pain. We're, we're dealing with some deep, heavy stuff. And so our light is needed more than ever. And my message and my hope right now as we're talking about light and as we're talking about life and as we're talking about the darkness, my hope and my prayer is that our light will shine, we'll find ways to uncover it so it shines even brighter. And so that we can be a voice of hope for somebody that's really on the edge. Or that we can take an action that will result in some um, legislation or some uh, law being passed that will benefit and speak to the wellness of human beings, all human beings. I hope that the light inside of us grows to the point where we can even see um, our own transformation. Sometimes we don't even see our own transformation. Light is... Darkness is. Darkness is. What is the world without balance? <laughs> We're in dark times, which can make us feel desperate or whatever. But Paul reminds us that we do have the light of God in us. A light that no darkness can extinguish. Light dispels darkness. And there is light in us. So just shine. Just shine. Just shine. Just let it be a guide. Let it lead you to more light. Let it heal you. Just stand there and receive the light of the sun or the light of the moon or the light of your love or the light of a friend and just shine. Don't dim it for anybody. Don't dim it for anything because in truth, nothing and no one can dim your light. Amen.